the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, welcome aboard to Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn at your service this July 17th, 2022, Sunday, 4 to 7 p.m. We'll be in here live, local, all of the action. Hope you've been having a great boy summer weekend. This is the heart of the summer, the heart of the hot summer. And I've been spending my time poolside, yeah, watching the kids swim. Finally finished the swim season. We had the big finals event yesterday. Took like all day long. <laughs> I was there all day in the 90-plus heat along with my little swimmers. Maybe I'll do some vignettes. And it was very successful, very successful uh, swim action. I got some fast swimmer kiddos. I don't know where they got it. Their dad can barely dog paddle, tell you. When I've done my triathlons of the swimming, it's like they look at me, is that guy drowning or what's he trying to do over there? <laughs> anyway, uh, I will be going into all kinds of stuff, and I thought I would do some extended treatment of um, the Ray Epps issue. The Ray Epps, the New York Times puff piece on Ray Epps, mm. that to me, as Darren Beatty describes him, is the smoking gun to the Fed's erection. And it takes a little bit of explaining to understand this scenario. And I've done some digging, and as I have been doing on Ray Epps for uh, quite some time, done many a segment about Ray Epps, the fellow, you should know that name, who was uh, on January 5th and January 6th, the only guy caught on video saying, we go into the Capitol. Tomorrow we go into the Capitol. Today we go into the Capitol. And he's never been arrested. He's never been incarcerated, and he seems to be loved, beloved by Adam Kinzinger, you know, the rhino guy who's not running for re-election and Illinois congressman. And also now the New York Times has done a puff piece portraying Ray Epps as suddenly the victim. He's a victim now. And how the evolution can be traced from originally the New York Times having Ray Epps on their enemies list, you know, and profiled in their documentary as a bad guy in their January 6th uh, production and how and how now he's like a victim and this like uh, figure worthy of sympathy. Well, that is a story. That is quite a little story and it explains a lot about American politics today and the ruling class and what the ruling class, they're scared, they're they're freaked out that um, they have to find some way to stop Trump from ever running for, a, for office again. And I think they're trying to use this, but it's backfiring, of course. The January 6th committee has been backfiring galore, and people like Liz Cheney have only engendered more hostility towards their, her like, re-election campaign, which is August 16th to our neighbors to the north. August 16th is when you get to really... Stick it to the American political establishment by voting no on Liz Cheney and yes on Miss Hagerman 
Hagerman is the opponent that you need to vote for, our dear neighbors to the north, and anybody uh, within earshot of us here at Backbone Radio broadcasting out of Salem, Denver. If you have friends and contacts in Wyoming, if you could spread the word that uh, that really Liz Cheney needs to be unelected on August 16th, her polls are already in the cellar. You're having even CNN and <laughs> a lot of media people are saying, oh, looks bad for Liz Cheney. She's she's facing a real uphill battle in Wyoming, and there's probably not enough Democrats they can get to switch parties to vote for her up there. But that's part of the deal. Um, people are tuning out the January 6th charade. But Julie Kelly is saying, and she's the one that writes for the American Greatness, is here on Tucker Carlson. He's like the foremost commentator leading the charge on the truth about January 6th. She says she fully expects the uh, January 6th commission to try to find some way to charge Donald Trump with something, or at least the DOJ, the Biden corrupt DOJ, to charge Trump with something to sort of become a problem as he potentially runs for re-election or, shall we say, election in 2024. We'll we'll talk about that and what the really plan is. Do you, you think they're going to really go full third world on us, ladies and gentlemen? Is the swamp that desperate that they have to, they have to shut down the opposition candidates? Is that, is, that, is that how they have to roll in this day and age? I'm afraid... I'm afraid you know the answer to that. If you just look at all current and recent history, what our ruling class has been up to, well, you know where we are headed with that. I thought I would also look into the chaos in Sri Lanka. The prime minister and the president both had to flee the country. They're bankrupt. They have fuel and energy shortages. They have famine. The people and their uprisings, you should see the videos. My goodness gracious, what's going on in Sri Lanka? And it turns out that the World Economic Forum has been all over Sri Lanka in the recent four or five years. And at one point thought of the the Sri Lanka nation as the jewel of Asia because they were going so green with their energy and they were changing the way they produce and, and, uh, and, and their agricultural products. And uh, huh, how is that working out? They got that really high ESG score. Yeah, 98, the highest ESG score. Sri Lanka had it, and guess what? The Netherlands also has an above 90 ESG score. And how are things going for the Dutch farmers in the Netherlands? An awful lot ties into what's going on in Sri Lanka as a good test case of the World Economic Forum and their activities. What is this ESG investing charade that you see BlackRock engaging in? We'll talk about that. Eva Vlardingerbroek, the Dutch commentator I've been profiling lately, has more to say about the Dutch farmers and how that ties into the World Economic Forum and also how it ties into the Second Amendment. Mm. All kinds of things to cover on all of that. Some essays that I think will We'll shed some light on these issues, and we go a little bit deeper, you know. And, uh, we've got the high IQ audience, and the high IQ crowd congregates around here. And it's going to be just just really sweet as the program goes on. Kamala's speechwriter has just resigned after four months <laughs> in the term. Nobody wants to work for Kamala. Man, what a disaster. The baby formula shortage is deepening. Man, I know some people, uh, well, a couple just had some twins 
and they can't do the breastfeeding because they're in the NICU right now and they're having trouble on the baby formula. They're trying to desperately search and find for that. I guess Colorado is one of the states with the most shortage of baby formula. That's great. Did you see that Colorado quietly ended the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers? Hmm, that just happened. You're not hearing many people talk about it. I'm not finding many articles about it. Very quietly rendered. We've been talking about that since that first happened last year. That mandate first started and said, hey, healthcare worker shortage is what's going to happen. Do this. You'll get a healthcare worker shortage. And sure enough, boy, we are in the midst of a horrible healthcare worker shortage. I'll detail more about that. Does that have anything to do with them lifting the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers? Maybe so. Interesting stories about Colorado Democrats doing what they can to funnel taxpayer dollars into subsidizing illegal aliens in the state of Colorado. Hmm. We'll have to talk about that. Is that. Does that play well with the voters of Colorado when it comes down to it? Leah Thomas, the biological male swimmer who um, won the top championship in some event for the NCAA Swimming Championships, uh, has been nominated by University of Pennsylvania, where he is a student, as the Woman of the Year. Woman of the Year for Leah Thomas, Thomas, and a lot of criticism has flowed in in the aftermath of that. We might just look at that a little bit. R.I.P. to Ivana Trump has passed away at the age of 73, Donald Trump's first wife. Sad news there. Extraordinary woman in every way. And how about this thought? Uh, there's some debate in conservative circles. Should you vote for Joe O'Day or not vote for Joe O'Day, the Republican nominee for the Senate? And I might just be weighing in on that a little bit. I have some thoughts on that. And uh, I think that the Democrats are nervous. They could lose this when they're already spending big money to defend the loser Bennett. We shall see if the Democrats can hold Colorado And I really, really want to see this state turn red. So I say, yes, vote Joe O'Day. Just do it. Better than the alternative in almost every way. Be right back. There we go. The Pixies bringing us back with Here Comes Your Man. And I'd like to thank for these next three hours. uh, I'll volunteer to be your man. I'll volunteer to be your manly man. Here comes the man, Backbone Radio, just had a tweet in from Texas. The great Jennifer says, uh, hey, are you complaining about weather in the 90s? It's 105 where I am. <laughs> I'd gladly take the 90s. According to my data right now, it's 97 here today in the Denver metro area. I don't know if it got higher than that or not. It very well may have. But at any rate, yeah, not complaining, just noticing. Isn't there a difference between noticing and complaining? I like I like to think so. And one thing that Jill Biden has noticed is that um, Hispanic people are like tacos. <laughs> oh, my gosh, the Biden disaster. Jill Biden compares Hispanic people to tacos in a, in a very loving, vibrant, diverse kind of way. You know what I mean? Jill Biden, that's just not going over well. We'll play that in a second. But the Biden disaster, ladies and gentlemen, step back and think about it just a moment. The powers that be, the ruling classes, were threatened by the existence of Donald Trump. They lied about him for five straight years, lie after lie after lie. 
And that's one of those things that you can still, when you ask people, say, you know, what is it, uh, you know, some of the people that maybe are not fans of Donald Trump, like what, what is it specifically that you object to about Donald Trump? Or what did Donald Trump do that um, was problematic for you? And I can almost guarantee you they will answer you with some form of some species of propaganda produced by the ruling class media over that five years. I mean, maybe they'll mention Russia or as yeah, a good friend and fan of Putin or all that hoaxy stuff or go down the list. I mean, look for an actual answer that does not involve propaganda. So. All the years of lies, and then they work furiously to find a way to install and get Joe Biden in there. And Joe Biden proceeds to get in there and screw up so badly. Just screw the pooch. I mean, just just disastrous on every single level, okay, in terms of connecting with the voters, in terms of managing anything to do with the economy. We've got the inflation. We've got the baby formula shortage. We've got the guy falling off of his bike. Falling off of his bike before the cameras, falling down the stairs, trying to climb up to Air Force One, go down the list of everything Joe Biden has done wrong, worse than Jimmy Carter, (laughs) and potential red tsunami coming if there's election integrity in 2022. But this is a good time to ask your, you know, if you know any Biden voters out there who actually really voted for Joe Biden, say, hey, what do you like about Joe Biden? How's he doing? I mean, do you feel good? about this guy, Joe Biden, who is in office. And the data says that most Democrats don't even want him to run again. (laughs) It's it's just amazing how they just did everything. They pulled out all the stops to get rid of the, the threat that Donald Trump is to the power establishment, the elite power in this country. And then they install this guy who's like just, by every measure, um, just absolutely a disaster and destroying the country. Okay, so have they made it worse for themselves on some level? You remember all the fury, all the fury, all the propaganda. And in the end, have they made it worse for themselves? They certainly made it worse for the United States of America. They've certainly made it worse for the middle and working classes of this country. They certainly made it worse for the stock market, certainly made it worse for inflation. But um, onward they go. And maybe, I don't know, is it time to? Start making fun of not just Joe Biden or Jill Biden, she of the taco description for Hispanics, but for the people who uh, maybe voted for Joe Biden in the first place. Is it time to uh, just gently ask, or maybe just rub it in, full throttle, rub it in, say, hey, what the heck were you people even thinking? You like this guy? You liking what this guy's doing? I don't know. These are just some things that just go through my mind. But uh, again, Jill Biden has this brainstorm that she's going to compare Hispanic people to tacos. How original. How insightful. Yes, how how just uh, observant is Jill Biden? Let's hear this. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, (laughs) 
is uh, your strength. Yeah. You, uh, you Hispanic people, are you are as unique as breakfast tacos. Is that flattering or what? I mean, is you get some out-of-touch, clueless person like Jill Biden, and she starts comparing an ethnic group to a food product like a taco. And, uh, I mean, you should have seen the reaction, of course. And Myra Flores... She's like she's worried that she's maybe she's not the right kind of taco that maybe Jill Biden doesn't like the what Myra Flores and who who Myra Flores is out there tweeting that uh, only only women can get pregnant men can't get pregnant stuff like that um she she's getting concerned she might not be the right kind of taco and uh, I watched some of the um some of the Hispanic news networks respond to this and they did not respond very favorably as you see that the polling data the Hispanic community is turning against the Bidens and has been for quite some time viciously negative. And Joe Biden does worse with the Hispanic community than any other ethnic group in this country. And so uh, not helping Jill Biden, not helping. And by the way, one little error that she makes, and Jill Biden is obviously patronizing. Do you like to be patronized? Yeah. Is that a good feeling to be patronized by someone like Jill Biden, you taco? Yeah. Um, she, she messes up. Uh, she says Bogota, the Bogodas of the Bronx. And of course, she means bodegas. And yes, I'm a Spanish speaker. And I've spent some time in South and Latin America, run around Spain. I've done volunteer dental work in Argentina. Yes, I have. Buenos Aires. It's pronounced it Buenos Aires, I've, you know. And I've been speaking Spanish since I was in seventh grade. That's when my Spanish education started. Anyway, she calls them bodegas. And, uh, uh, <laughs> she calls them bo- bogadas. But a bodega is a grocery store, like a little grocery store, like a little neighborhood grocery store, like you see in the Bronx. And just listen, listen to her get this backwards. Just so, I mean, she just, not only the taco thing, but then she mangles the Bodegas phraseology. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, Bogodas. as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs> You know, you can kind of hear a little under rumble there that maybe even there before that crowd, they kind of realized that that wasn't so, so great of a comparison. Or maybe they realized that, uh, you know, it's not Bogodas. Bogodas? What the heck's a Bogoda? It's Bodegas, Jill Biden. She needs to get a new speechwriter. The same way that uh, Kamala Harris seems to get a new speechwriter every uh, few weeks. Uh, I guess this last one made it... uh, like four months, the Kamala Harris. Why does nobody want to work with uh, Kamala Harris? Could you could you imagine uh, why? Apparently, she is just so bad internally that her future political prospects have pretty much evaporated. But maybe that would be what you call job security for Joe Biden. As senile, as decrepit, as absolutely disastrous as Joe Biden is, uh, people think. If Kamala Harris was in there, it would be that on steroids. Hmm. All right. All right. We'll talk tacos, maybe.
There we go. You've got another thing coming from Judas Priest. One of my favorite songs to play is the Swim Meet DJ. It just kind of works with, you know, people trying to splash water as they get to the other side of the pool and back again. 303-696-1971. You are invited. Yeah, have a texter talking about, yeah, Jill Biden's always had trouble when she's tried to do the Spanish lingo. (laughs) And, yes, gave a few examples there, it uh, it just, uh, I tell you, the Bidens just have zero political talent. They're uh, not very good at playing president and first lady, and we know they're really not. Who's, who's running the show behind the scenes? That's a national security problem for the United States of America. The, the world is laughing at Joe Biden. It's not just the American people. It's not just us moderates, the America firsters in the heartland of this country country. Now, a bit on January 6th and Liz Cheney. Um, John Nolte has a very nice essay over in Breitbart, Breitbart, and in the headline, Political Politico poll shows no one listening to rigged January 6th committee. And again, the whole exercise here with this is to propagandize. You see, they still have to get Trump. They still have to go after Trump because he's still so darn popular. And if you look at the poll data for if, if Trump runs again, they, they do poll data on a primary. Who, who might be running for the GOP nomination for the presidency in 2024? Trump dominates just by, by leaps and bounds, and his dominance is only growing According to the more recent poll data that comes out of uh, Ned Ryan pointed this out in an essay he wrote for American Greatness, also reprinted in the Arizona Sun-Times and elsewhere, you can bet Trump will be back in 2024. But Nolte points this out. In October 2021, 67% of Republicans said Donald Trump should run again for president in 2024. And today, that number is 66%. So... The needle has not moved in spite of the round-the-clock anti-Trump propaganda, which um, we've kind of been used to for, what is it, uh, six, seven years now? It's kind of a, yeah, we're used to that sort of thing. And Nolte, of course, calls it a kangaroo court, the rigged kangaroo court. Remember, Nancy Pelosi wouldn't allow the minority leader of the Republican Party in the House appoint any people that he wanted onto the rigged commission. That's the first time that's ever happened in the history of the House of Representatives. It's a whole rigged deal. And Adam Schiff is on that committee. Anything that that slimy pencil neck guy Adam Schiff gets near is guaranteed to be rigged in full dishonesty. And it's just amazing to me that it was Adam Schiff who said he has seen evidence, firsthand evidence with his own eyes, that Trump was involved with Russia colluding to win the election in 2016, and he never, ever produced it. All these years later, he never did. Just a liar, complete 100%. He just lies like he breathes, does that Adam Schiff weasel pencil neck man. Limbaugh used to call him the pencil neck. He coined that name. God, I miss Rush, Rush Limbaugh. Shouldn't say that word, but I really miss Rush Limbaugh. Man alive. Be a different world if he was still, still doing it. Anyway, um, the, uh, what Nolte says that is that the, uh, the fascist injustice that is the rigged kangaroo court, known as the January 6th committee, is probably only increasing Republican loyalty towards Trump. 
The whole affair is so un-American, unfair, and loaded with audacious lies that every decent American wants to see Liz Cheney and company smacked in the face with a Trump 2024 victory. You see how these things can backfire? They try so hard. They try so hard. But they end up backfiring. The whole Biden installation, what a backfire has that been? The whole January 6th committee, what a backfire that has been. And Nolte adds this, if anything, the ludicrous testimony from Cassidy Hutchinson, her on-their-face lies about Trump assaulting a Secret Service agent and grabbing the steering wheel of a presidential vehicle, something so ridiculous, only the idiots at Fox News would believe and spread it, (laughs) destroyed whatever residual credibility the kangaroo court known as the January 6th committee might have had left. And so it's interesting, it's interesting, folks, how this is backfiring. And uh, just to get the summary in here, despite billions and billions and billions of dollars in corporate media propaganda, including hours of hysterical live coverage during primetime on most of the networks, the ball has only moved hard against Joe Biden's re-election chances, not Trump's. In fact, unlike every president and presidential nominee in my lifetime, who's lost a presidential election, Trump remains enormously popular within his own party, end quote. So they clearly don't know what to do um, about uh, about the existence of of Donald Trump. They just don't know what to do. They try to do this January 6th thing, and they just can't seem to move the needle against him. They just can't get that done. He stays popular within his own party. He stays dominant within his own party. His his endorsements are like rocket fuel, says Blake Masters, who's running for the Senate in Arizona as the America First Republican candidate, who's got uh, double-digit leads in the Republican primary in Arizona. And he says, when I got that Trump endorsement in June, it was like, quote, rocket fuel for my campaign. And if you'll keep this in mind, President Trump's endorsements in this primary cycle so far – are 114 victories and only 10 losses. So he's 114 and 10. It's the only endorsement that matters in politics right now. Democrats do not want an endorsement from Joe Biden. They'll run from Joe Biden. Wouldn't you love it if Joe Biden would come out here and campaign with Jared Polis in Colorado? Yeah, uh, that's the last thing Jared Polis wants is to have Biden show up here. Apparently, Biden's disapproval rating is over 56% as of last month here in Colorado. Or was it, no, it's 58% disapprovals in Colorado. Yeah, they don't want Joe Biden out here. Any Democrat could come out here to Colorado and help? I don't think so. Kamala Harris? Whew. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think the Democrats are kind of in a little bit of a tight spot here. And uh, Liz Cheney is in a bit of a tight spot here. And maybe I'll detail that in the next segment about Liz Cheney's Number. She's behind by 22%, according to the Mason-Dixon polling and strategy. CNN says she's not going to make it. And uh, Fox News says she's not going to make it. Um, yeah, Brad Coker, who heads the polling firm Mason-Dixon, says, The big story is Liz Cheney is going to get beat. That is a foregone conclusion, says the Mason-Dixon polling um, outfit guy, which is one of the somewhat uh, established ones. 
But um, all right, we got the phones are filling up on us here, and maybe I'll say uh, I'll go in order and hello to Artis. Artis, welcome to the program. What's on your mind, Ms. Artis? Well, I cannot believe there are still people that think the election was totally fine, the last one. And I mentioned 2000, you know, have you seen 2000 mules? And, yep. you know, Dinesh D'Souza knows what he's doing. And I had a guy yesterday, well, Dinesh is an idiot. And I thought, what? Since when is Dinesh an idiot? I mean, the man is smart. Who, who said Dinesh and, is an idiot? A friend of yours? Oh, somebody on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah. I, I kept finally saying, you know what? We'll have to agree to disagree because we're never going to come to an agreement on this thing. Um, and the fact that anybody, I mean, I'm afraid, I wish the Republicans would stop saying there's going to be a red wave because we got here because there was a red sink. Um, and Well, we need election integrity. <laughs> you cannot say red wave without saying so, if there's election integrity. So, yeah. Yeah. And what's to stop them is there's still people that think the election was totally on the up and up. How are we going to stop them then? Yeah. Well, because I made you're uh, asking the right questions. Mm hmm. And I made the comment that why does anybody think that Biden, who couldn't apparently get 300 people or 30 people at a doggone rally, could get how many millions more votes than Trump did the first time when he won? See, that's the thing is that Trump is still out there holding these massive rallies. They can't seem to stop uh -huh. that. The rally last week in Alaska was the biggest crowd politically ever assembled in Alaskan history. And the the ruling class, mm -hmm. they you know, as much propaganda as they spew and put out, they just can't seem to stop this thing. Hmm. And it's only backfiring. Well, they're, they're like helping it at this point. And I love the little saying of it took 2,000 mules to put a jack, you know what, in the White House. Uh, jack, jack. Say that again. I don't, didn't quite donkey. follow. Oh, donkey. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that jack means donkey? <laughs> I didn't know that. I learned well, that. jack. With an A-S-S at the end, yes. Oh, 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 got it. Yeah, so you, you held off from, yeah, completing that uh, description. Artist, thank you. Yes. Okay, take care. Do It Again sings the Beach Boys. That's one of their less famous tunes, but, man, it's pure Beach Boys. I love the Beach Boys in the summer, and that's just all American Beach Boys action. Never get tired of that band. They're just uh, immortal. The Immortal Beach Boys. Now, get ready for the Democrats to be hiding from Biden all the way to November, hiding from Biden. They just hope he stays down in the basement. And Jill, too, down there with, like, her tacos and her bogadas. Not bodegas. She called them bogadas. Oh, what a goofball. What an existential disaster we are living through. They thought it was a good idea to install these folks. And, by the way, in terms of the economy... The disastrous Biden economy. CBS has some good ideas on how to survive the Biden economy. What? There are also some other big decisions you can make. You could say, hey, I was going to buy something big and maybe I won't do that right now. Hey, I was going to move out of my parents' house. Maybe I won't do that until I get my reserves built up a little bit. I think it's important for us to try to make these changes while we can. Yeah. So the advice is don't go buy anything and live in your parents' basement. In the Biden economy, the mainstream media says, yeah, don't buy anything and just, yeah, sit in your parents' basement and watch like Star Trek reruns. That's how you survive this 
disaster that they installed for us. Yeah, and even over at CNBC, Steve Leesman. These are the gatekeepers to the Biden installation, the Biden economy, and they're either even saying this is really bad. All, all Americans uh, across the nation, Joe, uh, President Biden's overall and economic approval numbers plumbing depths not seen during his presidency or any of the prior two presidents as Americans concern over inflation is placed directly at the door of the Oval Office and its current occupant. Oh, that's too bad. 30 percent approvals on the economy for Joe Biden. Ooh, ugly numbers. Never seen such ugly numbers, have we now? Speaking of ugly numbers, yeah, Mason Dixon has Liz Cheney losing by 22% in Wyoming. If there's election integrity in Wyoming, Liz Cheney goes down bigly, folks. Again, she's raised $10 million for her campaign, and only 270000 of that came from actual Wyoming human beings. Yeah. That's a really measly raise, like 0.27% or is that 2.7% came actually out of Wyoming? Yeah, she's a toast, says Brad Coker, who did the polling for Mason-Dixon polling strategy. He says the quote again, the big story is Liz Cheney is going to get beat. That's a foregone conclusion. And the constituent says she doesn't live here. For starters, she doesn't even really represent us. Yeah, she represents the suburbs of Washington, D.C. Kevin McCarthy has unendorsed her. And one little point, one of the fellows that was uh, Tom Rice out of South Carolina, who was one of the rhinos that voted for the Trump impeachment, well, he just lost his primary, according to CNN's Harry Enten. He got a lower vote share than any incumbent in any partisan House primary in this century. That dude went so badly down the tubes that it's like, wow, like set a record for, quote, this century. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, by the way, Wyoming has 71 percent registered Republicans and just 15 percent are Democrats. So. I don't know, even if Liz Cheney and she's trying to beg Democrats for votes, if she got 15 percent of the votes, if she got all 15 percent of Democrats to re-register as Republicans to play games and, you know, help her get elected. I don't know if that'd be enough to even get the job done. Do you think if you know anybody in Wyoming, tell them to make sure that on August 16th, they um, they they unelect Liz Cheney. And get Harriet Hageman into office. Get Liz Cheney. That's the best way we could get um, a little blast back at the establishment is that. Now, onto the phone lines here. And Brian in Arwada. Brian, welcome aboard. How are you, sir? Is... Oh, not too bad. How you doing tonight? Hey, hanging right in there. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, Liz Cheney ain't got a chance. You remember when this COVID started and they had like all the crime scene tape at the uh, playgrounds and everything, our, our village idiot polis hmm. and locked everything down. I ran to South Dakota where I could be free and I drove through Wyoming and there was nothing but Trump signs in every small town. Of course, once you got to South Dakota, then it was just nothing but Trump country out there. But uh, Oh, yeah. The whole heartland. That's the whole heartland of this but United it, States of America. You look at the map of this of this country, it's all red except for a tiny little blue dot like in Denver Metro and like uh, L.A. and San Fran and New York City and yeah. Chicago. And that's it. Yeah. So, so there. 
Yeah, I mean, I had to, just so the children could play on a playground, I had to go clear to South Dakota because they had crime scene tape everywhere, this idiot polis. But anyhow. Yeah, commuting um, to a playground. I, I was thinking about the January 6th. Yeah. Yeah, I had to go, what, 300 and some miles to go to a playground because these idiots. Yep. But anyhow, um, I was thinking about January 6th in that geo-tracking. Yeah. That how they caught, like, Grandma out of Kansas. You know, she had walked into the tundra and prayed, and I guess she's going to be, you know, doing two months or something like that. But then I got to thinking something that nobody talks about anymore. The the person that put the fake bombs in front of the DNC headquarter and the RNC headquarter, and then they show them, and then they show them on a cell phone sitting on a bench, but for some reason... They can't track that guy down. So I've right. never made much sense yep. of that. But. Done segments on that, that the uh, my- mysterious pipe yeah. bottomer um, that Kamala Harris's detail supposedly discovered. Very suspicious stuff also about this January 6th. And I'll, I'll be hitting on that pretty hard in the next hour doing a Ray Epps yeah. segment. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, Brian. Oh, good. And yeah, by the way. I could, you know, you, that never made any sense. They actually had her, but yeah. The, uh, the. Vaccine mandate for healthcare workers has been quietly lifted in Colorado. And back when that came up, I predicted going to be a healthcare worker shortage if you guys do that. And I cannot tell you how vicious the healthcare worker shortage has been over this past year. It has been a marvel. And I do wonder if that's a part of it. There was no explanation. Nobody ever asked these questions. But I know where you come down on the uh, the vax mandate thing. Yeah. But But that has been lifted. And that's one of the backbone predictions that... We, uh, I, I think that's another one. Chalk it up that uh, we got it before anybody else did, and now they've lifted it. So, hmm. Don't know if you want. Well, to... you know what? Also, we keep hearing. Not even Fox will mention this. Okay, we keep hearing at the airports we have all these canceled flights and stuff. My daughter actually applied for a job with one of the airlines, and they're like, "Well, you got to get the jab," and she's like, "Ah, oh, no thanks, I'm cool." So she didn't get the job. But if they're still requiring shots. But, you know, Pfizer, they uh, they back all these news corporations, even Fox. They back Fox, uh, all of them. So nobody's mentioning uh, why we're having all these flight problems and stuff. They're saying, well, it's just weather and this other stuff. But we never had it before until after they, uh, you know, yeah. mandated the vaccine. They've had so. to cancel flights sure galore, that's and that's, that that's again, too. part of the labor shortage that's going on. But, well, Brian, thank you, my man. You stay close with us, sir. Yeah. And- just kind of like how you think on just about everything. So stay cool, man. And let's uh, let's say hello to uh, Jack in Wyoming. And Jack, welcome. Talking about Wyoming, and and then there you are. I'm always I always listen to you on Sunday if I can. Hey, you know the uh, that movie that two thousand two hundred mules about the uh, yeah. they tracked all the ballot stuff. Well, our huge library, which is four stories high, it's almost as big as the one in Denver on Broadway, up here at Larimer County Library. They're showing that film today, for I, I guess for free. Maybe you have to have a library card. I can't go. I don't have the time to go. I'm, they're not going to explain anything to me that I don't already know. Uh, but I just thought I'd mention you. that. Did, did any of the libraries in Denver show it? Uh, oh, I, I can almost guarantee you no way they would show 2,000 Mules by the great intellectual Dinesh D'Souza, who I've met a few times. But uh, when you say a library, Larimer County, where, where, whereabouts, what town? Cheyenne. It's a, it's a huge library. It's almost so, as big as the one we Okay, have so in Cheyenne. All right. I hey. hang out in libraries. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, hey, good yeah. for you. I, I, I can tell. You're a very well-read chap, Jack. Probably one of the most well-read. But you're almost in my league, buddy. 
<laughs> you still there? Anyway, Jack, thank you, sir. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.